You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This is being dropped on the sixth day of January, 2020. I'm still getting used to saying 2020, and I'll probably be saying 2019 right up until first pitch of opening day, but bear with me. In today's episode, I'm going over what I want to see happen in this decade, which has already begun. This podcast is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Podbeam, all the places where you get your podcasts. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB or check out some of the other great shows on the Locked On Podcast Network. It really is your team every day. And check out all the great stuff, including the Locked On, which player is Locked On tournament that's going online right now. If you follow us on Twitter, you follow us on Instagram, vote, make your voice heard, check us out there. They're doing great stuff. Eric and everyone who controls the Locked On MLB Twitter account, Check them out. Fun stuff going on throughout this offseason. You can follow me. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Well, it is a new decade. We are in a new decade. And you know what? A lot of things are going to happen in this decade. I don't know what it is. I don't know. If you told me at the beginning of this decade that the Yankees would not make one World Series but the Giants would win three, I'd say, eh, I'm not sure I'm buying that. If you would tell me that the uh, the Cubs and the Astros and the Nationals would get off the schneid and the Rangers would be one leap away from getting off the schneid themselves, craziness. If you told me the best player of the decade wouldn't have played a game in 2010, had a cup of coffee in 2011 from 2012 on, It was his game, and he played in Anaheim or Los Angeles, depending on who you ask. None of us knew these things were going to happen. And, of course, there was great tragedies. No one knew what was going to happen with the great Jose Fernandez or the great Roy Halladay or with Tyler Skaggs. It's just, just, you don't know going into it. So I was thinking about this, and this occurred to me. Look, at your pal Sully, I'm not a big football fan. If postseason is on, I'll turn on a game. But I was watching a game on Saturday where the Buffalo Bills lost in, I was about to say extra they lost in overtime. And it was just another kick to the shins for Bills fans. I was thinking about what would be the the bucket list moment or the great moment, the the now I can die in peace moment that we're still looking for. And you know, there's the Buffalo Bills and a Canadian Stanley Cup, not just for the Montreal Canadiens, but any Canada team. I think the Browns and the Indians would be there. A title of some kind in Minneapolis would probably be there. San Diego Padres would be one, a big one. I think the New York Knicks would be gigantic. So I was thinking about what those I can die in peace moments. But, you know, baseball-wise, you know, the Mariners finally getting in. There's a bunch of things that I thought would be interesting, but then I really stopped and thought about what do I personally, me, what do I want to see 
in the 2020s. What do I want to happen on my to-do list? And I came up with a bunch of things. And forgive me, a lot of these do have to do with winning the World Series. And when you've seen so many fan bases get there, now I can die in peace moment this century. Red Sox, White Sox, Cubs, the Astros, Angels, Giants, Washington, D.C., all these fan bases got their great moment that they didn't think they were going to get. Believe me, I'm around San Francisco Giant fans all the time, and they went from, we'll never see it happen, to, which one of the three do you prefer? So some of these will happen in the 2020s. I want all of them to happen. Now, of course, I, I have to just get this out of the way. I am a Boston Red Sox fan. I don't apologize for that. So obviously I want to see the Red Sox win another World Series. And I want to see the Yankees not win a World Series this decade, okay? But get those out of the way. What are some of the things I want to see happen in this decade? That if these happen, I'll go, oh, man, that's so cool. And first and foremost, I want to see the Cleveland Indians win a World Series. They're the fan base that is suffering the most. And, of course, if Cleveland fans didn't have the one LeBron James title when they beat the Warriors, they would be absolutely losing their minds. I'm sure they're still kind of sort of losing their minds. We would like to see the Browns win something. But the Indians, who have been waiting since 1948 to win a World Series and have had, you know, a couple real close calls, I'd like to see them get off the schneid. I'd like to see them just sort of get off the hook. The two other ones, number two and three on my list, are interesting, at least for me, because I want to see Mike Trout get a World Series ring, and I want to see Clayton Kershaw get a World Series ring. Note that I didn't say the Angels and the Dodgers. Now, Trout is signed until the heat death of the universe to play with the Angels, and Kershaw signed an extension a few years ago. That being said, I don't care what team Trout wins with. And I don't care what team Kershaw wins with. I'd like to see them both be fitted for said ring. And if it happens to be with the Angels for Trout, it happens to be with Los Angeles Dodgers for Kershaw, great. But those are two of my favorite players currently playing right now. And I believe they are the best pitcher of the last decade, the best player of the last decade. And I like to see my stars win rings. So I want to see them win. Um, there's a couple other ones coming up in terms of championships that are just because of, uh, you know, sort of personal things. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're the first team I ever watched win the World Series. And I have a soft spot in my heart for the Oakland A's because I've been to many games and I've been around a lot of A's fans and their history fascinates me. And they've had, both of those franchises have had so many gut-wrenching do-or-die losses, that their fan bases need something. Now, for the A's title, there's an added caveat. I would like to see Billy Bean and Bob Melvin be the people in charge of that championship. Because Billy Bean gets tons of flack for never having won a title in Oakland, despite the fact that he's got his team in the postseason more often than not with a minuscule payroll. And that should count for something. And I would like to have, have his chance to celebrate. And Bob Melvin has had a Hall of Fame caliber career as a manager in the regular season. But he's only once seen a team or managed a team 
to the league championship series, and that's when he was a manager for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's been, since taking over the A's in the middle of the 2011 season, he's got the A's to the World Series more often than not, has won a couple of manager of the years, and that's not going to count to piddly-poo for his Hall of Fame candidacy. If they win, they'd be interesting candidates. I would also like to see the San Diego Padres win a World Series. Why? Because San Diego needs a hug. They're Buffalo by the sea. They're a city who has absolutely been kicked while they're down. And their fans can never get the credit for being long-suffering because they live in beautiful San Diego, as opposed to Buffalo and Cleveland. So San Diego needs a hug. And I'd like to see them win. Now, of course, I realize you could only have, you're only allotted 10 championships. I got that. And so as I'm going through this list, I believe that those are the titles that I hope happen. Indians, Pirates, A's, Padres, and some title for Trout or Kershaw, wherever that may be. That gives you lots of wiggle room. If you know, the Yankees will probably win one, and there'll probably be another team here and there who'll win them. So that'll, that'll, I'll have to just be able to deal with that. Okay, what are some other things on my list? I want to see the Seattle Mariners at least get to the World Series. Now, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Mariners. One of my favorite players of all time is Ken Griffey Jr. I've always liked the Mariners. I kind of... I want them to win a pennant, at least a pennant. And I specifically say a pennant because they remain the only, only team, only franchise to never have played in a World Series. And that to me is, well, that's just that's just bananas. They've had so many great superstars there. There you go. Um, a couple other things. I'd like to see the Marlins win the division. Only two franchises have, have never won their division. I guess I want them both to do it. The Marlins and the Rockies. The only two franchises to never finish a season in first place. Okay? I want to see that happen. Uh, a couple other things I want to see happen. Uh, okay, we got to get closure. This decade, it's getting bananas. We have to get closure on the stadium in Oakland and the stadium in Tampa. And first of all, there is no stadium in Tampa right now. They play in St. Petersburg. So there is no stadium in Tampa. So maybe build one there. I want to have a resolution to this. Because baseball eventually will have to have an expansion. But you can't have an expansion when you have two franchises. Two good franchises, by the way, in terms of quality of team. Remember, they played each other in the wild card game. The A's and the Rays are good teams, and they have a good chance of making the playoffs next year. Yet here we are, and we're still dealing with our stadium issues. There's a lot of money flowing here in the Bay Area, okay? Build the stadium in the parking lot, build it by the Bay, build it in San Jose, build it in Fremont, just build it already. I don't care. You, you build it on Alcatraz. Build it in Gilroy and have it be called the Garlic Stadium. I don't care at this point. Find a solution. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous with a capital ridiculous. And as for the Rays, figure it out. I don't want to remove the Rays from the Tampa Bay area. There are some very good fans there. Um, how come it's always empty? Shut up. 
The stadium's in the wrong place, and the fans who show up are amongst the most loyal in baseball because they show up despite people saying they don't exist. Figure it out. I don't want to move them. There's solutions to be made that don't involve moving them. But if you are going to move them, figure it out. You can't dangle this franchise around like they did with Montreal. And while we're at it, another thing I want to see happen this decade, I want to see baseball come back to Montreal. That's right, I said it. I don't want it to be the Rays. I think baseball needs to expand it to two more teams. There's enough talent out there, and I'll get to that in a second, too. I want to see a team in Montreal. Personally, because I'm a fan of the Northwest, I'd also kind of like to see a team in Portland. But wherever it is, whether it's Charlotte, Nashville, Albuquerque, uh, San Antonio, Portland, wherever they're going to put a new team, figure it out. Have one of them be Montreal and figure out the situation in Tampa Bay. And with that in mind, I want to see Cuba opened up. So there's a clear pipeline of the talent in Cuba coming over here, not just little trickles, not just someone defecting. I want there to be some sort of an agreement somehow for Cuban players to come openly, not just the stars, every talented player. But with that in mind, I also want to see a superstar emerge from a country you're not expecting. Sure, you're expecting someone to come from Mexico, from Venezuela, from Colombia, from the from Puerto Rico, from Cuba, from the Dominican Republic. Sure, you can expect something to come from Japan or Korea. Sure, these are all places that you expect a ball player. Maybe a player or two will come out from Australia. Great. I want to have one from Chad. I want to have one from India or Sri Lanka. I want to have one from Nepal. I want to have one from the Central African Republic. I want to have one from France. I want to have one from Belarus. I want there to be a player from a country we're not expecting. And then when they come up, it becomes a great pride. And you think, wow, baseball is big in filling country here. And for that matter, I'd like to see a female player break the gender barrier in Major League Baseball and have it not just be an episode of pitch. It's going to happen. It has to happen eventually. I'd like to be this decade. Oh, I've got more. Okay, more on my to-do list for the 2020s. I want a Padres no-hitter. I'm tired of predicting them. I want a San Diego Padres no-hitter. All right? That's not asking for too much. That's what I want to do. Okay? I also want to see a Mets no-hitter that doesn't have the asterisks next to it. Yeah, there's a Mets no-hitter. Johan Santana threw it. But you know and I know that that ball that was called foul was fair. And if there was replay back in 2012, was it 2012? I think it was either 2011 or 2012. I don't remember off the top of my head that that would have been considered a foul ball. Okay? 
Also, it's a Red Sox game. This is the one Red Sox thing I'm going to want because I've been super greedy. Seeing the team win four World Series, I get it. We may certainly not going to start the decade as a pennant contender. I want to see the Red Sox develop through their farm system an ace. Not sign one, not buy one, not pry one loose in a, in a garage sale. I want to see an ace. They've only developed since Roger Clemens and Bruce Hurst. And I threw a curse in there for a couple of years. He was an all-star. The only one they developed was John Lester. Okay? That's the only one that the Red Sox have developed since then. I want to see an ace. Okay? I like aces. couple of things I want. I want to see a return of the stolen base. I love the stolen base. I know you can throw all the reasons why statistically it's not worth the risk. And I don't care. I like it. It's fun. There he's going. I like that. I like it. I like when I was watching those games, re-watching games from the 80s and games where the St. Louis Cardinals are playing and they're just running willy-nilly. I'm not saying you have to be that bananas, but I want it to be part of the game again. Um, I have a couple of World Series ones I didn't mention. I want to see an extra inning World Series Game 7 that doesn't involve the Cleveland Indians. Okay. The Indians have had enough. There have only been two extra in Game 7s since the advent of the wildcard game, and the Indians have lost both of them. This is a weird one for me, but I, I kind of want to see this because this is how my brain works. I want to see a rookie, someone who's been in the minor leagues for most of the year, with fewer than 10 major league appearances, clinch the World Series, be the pitcher on the mound, have it be a weird 14-inning, extra-inning game where the only person they have left is the pitcher they've never used before, and he comes in and gets the final three outs. Why do I want to see that? Because I'm obsessed with the person who gets the final three outs of the World Series, and I want it to be an obscure one. Um, By the way, I just also want to see one World Series that just makes everyone stop in their tracks and go, whoa, did you see that? We have those every once in a while. We have those. The 2001, after the uh, September 11th attacks, the Yankees versus the Diamondbacks, that was one. Game 7, Cubs-Indians, that was one. I want to see another one of those where not just diehard fans like you or me go over it, but like people at work who don't even follow baseball that that game was incredible. Yeah, yeah, keep watching it. It's a great sport. What else do I want to see in the 2020s? I want to see a 30-game winner. I don't even care about win-losses anymore. I don't really follow it. I don't think it's a metric for how what a good pitcher you are. But do you know what? Just aesthetically saying they won 30 games is pretty cool. And here's the deal. I want it to be a reliever because I think nothing's more bizarre and meaningless than the win-losses for a relief pitcher. But I want one to somehow get 30 wins just to get everyone back on their heels. Um, I want to see a playoff series. I don't care what it's going to be—a wild card game, could be division series, LCS, World Series—end with a guy leaping over the fence and bringing back a home run. I want to see in New York. This is the one New York specific one, and this is one that is positive for the Yankees too. So don't just say that I don't have an appreciation. But I want this decade to be. A decade for Mets and Yankee fans to compare Alonzo and Judge. Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge, I want to be the faces of the Mets and Yankees respectively. And I want them to be so 
for the whole decade and have the fan bases compare them. Oh, I'm a judge guy. I'm an Alonzo guy. And that they stick around for the whole decade and they're dominant the whole decade. I don't want to see the Yankees win penalty poo. But I want them both to be good all decade. Because it's healthy for baseball to have New York fans into it. And it's healthy for baseball to have that little bit of Mickey, Willie, and the Duke comparison. When I was in the 80s, there was a little bit of Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden and Keith Hernandez and Gary Carter of the Mets. And you had Don Mattingly and Dave Winfield and Willie Randolph and Dave Rigetti on the Yankees. And the Yankees didn't win squat, but there was still, there was still some great comparisons. And, I, and it's good for baseball when that happens. There's two more things I want to say. I want to see the return of a day World Series game. You could do it on a Saturday. Start it in the afternoon. Let's have one day World Series game. Two, if it's a game six and it's on a Saturday, how great would that be? Get to see a World Series clinched in the daytime, especially if it's on the West Coast. I want to see return to day baseball. But the most important thing I want to see is this last one. Zero work stoppages. I brought this up before, and I'm not bringing up all the other stuff to do in the stands in terms of beer sales and then blackouts and all the other stuff. I've already talked about that. But this is an on-the-field thing. I want another decade where there's no work stoppages. I want us to get to this. And hopefully I'm doing Locked On MLB in 2029. And I want to look back at this list as we check that off and check that off. And remember when the World Series was between the Mariners and the Pirates? Remember that year when Judge hit 50 home runs and Alonzo hit 51? Remember when that kid who was playing for Syracuse for most of the year came out in the 17th inning and clinched the World Series? Remember when she struck out the side? Remember when that guy became the hero of all of Turkmenistan? Of all the countries I picked, I picked one I couldn't pronounce. I couldn't just say Italy. I want to be able to check these down and figure it out. But most importantly, I want to be able to say, wow, isn't it great? We played 10 more seasons of 162 games without a stoppage. So let's get this going. Tomorrow, remember last year, the last few years I did the uh, suffering index? The people who follow Sully Baseball remember that. That's going to be tomorrow. I'm going to figure out which fan bases need it the most, which fan bases are suffering the most. Last year, Washington was at the top of the list. Oh, you've got some relief in Washington, but a couple of the fan bases got kicked in the shins. So go to the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Podbeam, all the places we get your podcasts. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB. Going over my wish list for the 2020s, this has been Locked On MLB for the 6th day of January 2020, almost in 2019. Again, I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.